What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, good day. We're back. I saw a little something that sparked some thoughts I'm going to go ahead and share with you today. I have seen this saying several times on the interwebs, something to the effect and variations of build a life that you don't want to escape from, which when I see that, I'm like, fuck yes. Isn't that the goal that we just love what we do in our lives for the most part? And that, you know, we genuinely enjoy the things that we have surrounded ourselves with. And although we're not going to be able to control all of those things that we can somehow find little pieces of joy in our days, in ourselves to keep us going and um, keep us working towards creating that life that we don't hate, that we don't want to escape from or need a break from. And somebody commented or, or wrote a post with that saying, I call bullshit because it's okay to need to get away. It's okay to need to take breaks from working too much and building yourself into a hole with commitments and all of these things. It's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to want to um, escape those things. And yes, I, I agree. And also like with a caveat, because I think there's a difference between escape and rest, you know, having a getaway or a vacation or building joy and fun into your day, into your life, into your days that make up your life. And so maybe you're thinking like, well, isn't that like, isn't that an escape or just, and I hear people saying things just kind of without very much seriousness, like, oh, I need to escape this, or I just need to escape for the weekend. And I get it, but I'm kind of a stickler about words. My husband does not love this about me, I think. Um, We, we also, we often find um, ourselves arguing over or discussing semantics because I'm like, but that word actually means. Um, The whole point being, words do actually matter. And they create this kind of cascading physiological response. And so if you're telling yourself that you need to escape, I question. So my husband brought up a good point because I'm like, the the word is significant. And his response was, well, isn't the intention and the meaning behind it that you, that you have actually what would spur that, that neurochemical reaction, the, the response from your body, the way that you would, the intention, the feeling that you have behind it. And I think, yes, absolutely, Um, because words, we give them the meanings, but also they they have meanings that we are aware of already. And so it's kind of, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the details. So I'm, 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 I'm questioning this about kind of chicken and egg, which came first. I don't know. But to me, if you're saying that you need to escape, even if you're joking, y- your system doesn't know that you're joking. And so that kind of triggers a threat or danger signal 
to your red alert system, to your sympathetic nervous system, to your stress response. And then if you're constantly talking about things in this way, you're just constantly activating that red alert and your brain is constantly searching for the danger that you are speaking of. And then you're activating chronically your stress response. So no good there. Um, so, you know, words matter. And, and along that, the way that you speak to yourself, if you are, this used to be kind of my thing, being just like full of self-deprecating humor, only I wasn't joking. I actually just really felt really shitty about myself all the time. And I would try and pass it off like, oh, haha, you know, just kidding. But again, your body and brain doesn't know the difference. If you're saying shitty things, that, that that's you're just saying shitty things. Anyways, I have uh, trailed off as I do. So getting back to this, I have two points I want to make here. The one I feel like I've made, words matter, pay attention. And number two, building joy and travel and adventure and getaways, rest time, all of these things into your life. Or, you know, those, those are my things. Those are the things that I am trying to create in my life on a consistent basis because that's what I want my life to be made of. But whatever that is for you, your adventure gets to be whatever it is. And whatever your best life looks like, whatever the pieces of that puzzle are, that's that's how you create the life that you don't need to escape from. And that doesn't mean that you don't feel overwhelmed sometimes or dissatisfied with things here and there. But it means that you create a practice that one helps you navigate those situations, understanding that it is okay to not be okay. And you have to let that process kind of run its course to then be okay. And you also are creating an outlet with some of these practices, self-care techniques, a lot of, I mean, you know, brain, body, breath, my big three. If you're intentional about the way that you are using these tools that you inherently have, in creating a, a practice in your life, you're helping to buffer the stresses. There's a there's a car that was very loud, which I have kind of like a long street in front of my home. And people like to drive really fast. And I always wonder why, because then there's a stop sign. Anyways, um, now my attention has wandered. What are we talking about? Yes, create these habits and practices using these tools that you inherently have to create the buffers and outlets and release um, the stress, complete your stress cycle. At least once per day, you should be doing these things because you have stress every single day and you have to let a little bit out so that when more fills up, it's not going to overflow into a burnout state. And so to me, what I'm saying, I feel myself rambling. What I'm saying with all of this, friends, is that for me, building a life that I don't want to escape from isn't some like toxic positivity, like, oh, you're always going to just love your life, every part of it. But it is doing the hard work now to take care of my body and make sure that it's functioning and carrying me around in a way that I want it to, to take care of my mind and curate what's going on up there and paying attention to what's going on up there so that I can create my my outlook and train my brain to look for the things that I want to be focused on. Because again, 
negative bias is automatic for our brain because it's constantly looking for all the things that are inevitably trying to kill us in the world so that it can be the hero and save us. And so it will just automatically go to all the negative shit. And you have to be really intentional about training your focus um, to be elsewhere. And and so for me, this is what this is what it looks like to be creating a life that I don't want to escape from. That doesn't mean that I love every single day or that I don't have shitty days where I question everything and myself and and what the hell I'm doing with all these parts of my life or that I'm not sad or, you know, continually trying to heal past traumas and grieving over the loss of my brother and all these things that are just are part of my life. But it means that the things that I have the ability to steer, I do. And I try and I learn and I'm continuing to learn more and more about these things and how to steer my life in a direction that I want it to be to be in a place living a life that I don't hate. Because I did that for so long. Just getting I think about I would just go to work at a job that I hated all week long, just to get off work on the weekends, drink more than a gallon of liquor with a few other people, just drink away my 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 pain and my displeasure of my life because it sucked so bad, and then go back to work on Monday and repeat for so long. And then, you know, after I stopped doing that, I then just did different different forms of that, trying to escape my life because I was so miserable in my job and myself. I didn't, I didn't have a good relationship with myself. And if we're honest, that's where everything starts. Building a life that you don't have to escape from starts with building a a relationship with yourself that you don't want to escape from. And that's probably the hardest part. But if you start there, everything else will come together because it's a lot easier when you're working with yourself and you actually like yourself and you know that you deserve to be healthy, to be happy, to have a life that you like to live. So that's all. That's my take on this, on the saying of build a life that you don't want to escape from. It doesn't mean that it's all going to be, you know, jolly ranchers and rainbows and unicorns or whatever, whatever other things you want to put there. It means that you are constantly trying to shape these pieces of this puzzle to create an existence that you enjoy existing in. So that is my hope for you. My hope for you is that you find the things that light you up, that fill you with energy, that bring a little piece of joy in your day. And I think we overlook the simple things on this. I was going to wrap this up, but clearly this is not happening. Um, Because I think this is really important we oftentimes overlook the, the small things, the solo dance parties in the kitchen, or the listening to the music that you really love, or stopping to smell the flowers, finding the pretty little things outside as you walk. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be some giant thing. It is about those little tiny things that, again, you train your brain to look for. You allow yourself to have those little pieces of joy for no other reason than they bring you joy. Pleasure is an essential part of what keeps your brain functioning properly. And we need to treat the activities that are done simply for pleasure the same importance as going to work or showering or brushing your teeth. Oftentimes we put these things off because they don't seem as important and we have other more important things to do, but they're really those things don't exist because 
if we're not training our brain to look for pleasure, we're not going to think as well. We're not going to feel very well. And then what are we doing? So again, find the little things, things that make you laugh. Mindfulness time, really paying attention to the things around you, all of your senses, taking everything in and listening to music, being grateful, finding the things that you can be grateful for because there is always, always something. So now I am going to wrap this up. Build a life you don't want to escape from. Intentionally place joy and pleasure at the forefront of that and, you know, see what happens. Endlessly grateful for you being here as always. We'll do this again next week. Until then, peace out.